So hi everybody, welcome to this episode of Cat's Pyjamas Conversations. I'm absolutely delighted to be joined by Minotti Parrick today and um, I have come across Minotti because she is also part of the F Entrepreneur hashtag I also 100 for this year so um, I've seen lots on social media but not had the pleasure of meeting in real life and we are meeting virtually um, this evening for this podcast. Um, I'm really excited that you've agreed to join us Minotti. You are an entrepreneur, team building expert, public speaker, even a TV presenter. Um, So this is probably feels like you know something really straightforward and easy for you to do this evening and you're also founder of TPL Experiences so uh, Minotti welcome would you like to tell us a little bit more about you and your business? <laughs> yes absolutely uh, thank you very much for having me firstly and uh, yeah so I'm, I'm founder of TPL Experiences as you can see the reason why I've made it to the eye also is because I do quite a few things <laughs> uh, <laughs> But um, so yeah, through TPL Experiences, we design and deliver programs that are mainly focused on improving employee productivity, employee confidence, uh, and overall well-being. And we do this through uh, team building activities. We do this through creating bespoke engaging experiences. And of course, through people skills training programs as well. I think the the passion and, and, and the, the main reason for us to exist is purely to 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 share and to empower individuals and teams to feel more confident to take care of themselves um, and take care of their own well-being and overall to to enable that uh, to increase you know the growth and success of organizations but employees and and their well-being is at the core of whatever we do um, so that's that's the business and of course uh, you know fast rewinding to a couple of years back I'm born and raised in India and back in India like you mentioned I, I was a television presenter I had my own TV show which was the, the motocross and the motor uh, the car rally championship and I and I used to present it for seven years on Star Sports which is one of the biggest channels in India um, don't ask me whether I like cars or bikes <laughs> do you? <laughs> <laughs> Top secret for, for, for all the car drivers and bikers, uh, you know, they, they actually would feel the love and passion from me. So I want to keep it at that. But <laughs> but that, that was a very interesting journey for me because I was probably one of the first female uh, presenters in that sport, which is, uh, you know, as you would imagine, it's, it's very male dominated. Uh, and besides that, I was also a master of ceremonies and, and I presented over 1600 events uh, globally across 25 countries and worked with the likes of the Prime Minister and the President of India. So yeah, so after all that amazing, glamorous, uh, you know, sort of the life, um, I gave that all up and relocated here and, and started off my business and, and I absolutely love it here. I absolutely love um, calling Leeds my home and, you know, setting up, it wasn't all rosy, but setting up a, an entire company here and going on to winning awards has been an absolutely fantastic experience. Uh, for me but yeah so so that's about me in a nutshell what a journey and that's a lot to capture in such a nutshell to be honest <laughs> that's so much so thank you so much for sharing that um I guess uh, hearing about TPL experiences and um you know you being so much about those engaging experiences for people and the team building um and then Covid happens and we're in the pandemic so how has the pandemic impacted 
your business because it sounds very much like it's about people and I'm imagining that's being very face-to-face and the pandemic has happened so tell us how, how you've experienced that and what that's, that's been like for you. So uh, it's been it's been probably one of the most um, interesting steep learning curve sort of a journey for me and the business so pre-covid and and i distinctly remember this i I remember chatting with my clients about oh yeah there's this virus that's going on in china and you know poor poor people out there in that side of the world and uh, we were you know discussing we, we were planning a massive massive recognition program for about 200 employees which was going to be like one of the biggest uh programs we were ever going to deliver and we were discussing all this and you know a small talk we were talking about COVID and and two weeks done and you know life completely changed for us so it was a massive shock to the system because all our work has been like you mentioned has always been face to face um I think I think the the idea of virtual presenting and virtual team building was always there at the back of my mind but uh, you know, for, for somebody who's always been a very people's person, I, I just somehow could not get my head around doing something in the virtual space. And, and at that point, well, it was not necessary. So, uh, so yeah, and as soon as lockdown was announced, all our events, all the training programs, all the team building activities got cancelled or were put on hold. Uh, which meant cancelled um, and yeah it, it felt like you know it felt like when you're on this really nice journey where you've got these amazing clients you've got these big programs that are going to be well it's good good for the business but more importantly for me at that point it was more about the people and I felt like all these programs that we've designed after so much of research and surveys and all is finally going to pan out and and we're going to deliver it so when you're on that journey of feeling all high about your business and knowing that this is it you know this is my year and then to, to kind of smack bang go back to the ground being hit really hard it was um, it was emotionally very very draining. I think um, for for me as a person, I just I did not know how to respond to that sort of um, you know a situation really. And to top it, then you you are also responsible for people as in your team, but at the same time you're also responsible for making sure that your clients are are in that in in that space where they can handle that change themselves so you can't be all you know businessy and say well what about my my programs or what about my you can't do that you have to take that step back uh, which is difficult because you know you at the end of the day you've still got things to generate and and you've got to generate those numbers and you've got to kind of look back at your team and say you know what it's all fine uh, so emotionally, I think it was it was massively draining. But I think at the same time, you have, the the thing, the beauty about the situation has been it's almost felt like a community effort to try and uh, sort of get over it. And I think that's been one of the the blessings in disguise for all of us is that how all of us have just come together somehow. Uh, in all our limited space and capacity to just try and help out each other and um, for me the first six I would say the first four to six weeks were all about just just taking that step back and I and I distinctly remember everybody else you know who's who's in the same space of team building and 
and training etc it was in mostly everybody in two weeks were like okay we we can do all of this virtually as well because online because mm. but for me i just did not have the courage to do that because a i didn't know how how that would be in terms of am i going to be doing justice to the service and product that i'm offering mm. and b i didn't want to just be there because of the sake of being there because uh, because ultimately your reputation is is what your brand is all about yeah. and if you're not communicating that well and if you're not sure about what you're communicating that it's all going to be a ma- massive big mess mm. so i took that i took those extra four weeks i felt just to just to kind of take that step back and reassess and repurpose what we were planning to do there uh and then sort of from there uh, build on and you know introduce only certain products and services that i knew will 100% work in the online space and it it's actually turned out uh well timed as well because anyway for the first 4 6 weeks organizations were not even interested in in anything remotely connected to team building or anything like that because well they're like you know what we we need to get systems sorted yeah. processes it, it, and practical stuff for their business exactly so it was more around crisis management for them and they were not interested in well it's important you know employee engagement and well-being is important but i think at that point it was all about crisis management mm-hmm. so i think that downtime for me as well worked well for the business where i could then sort out and and launch programs that were you know that were well timed and suited for the current environment so you've talked um about that move to virtual so my next sort of avenue to explore was you know what have you had to change and do differently over the last few months as a result of the pandemic to keep your business kind of thriving and you you've mentioned the move to virtual but i'm sure you know, that's big enough but i'm sure there's kind of other things that you've you've had to consider in terms of changing the the shape of your business yeah absolutely so um obviously 100% of our of everything was face to face and uh i think the the biggest change we've had to make is besides the the shift to virtual the biggest change has definitely been around understanding what our clients will now need because their their why and their what is very different now it's not just about confident presenting it's not just about you know how do we get teams engaged it's a lot more around adversity it's a lot more around resilience it's a lot more around well-being and for that we've had to pivot in a way that it's not just the platform because that's just your you know that's just one little aspect of of your business we've had to pivot the way we we deliver the the training the the what of the training as well um in terms of the subject in terms of the content in terms of the the activities that we plan everything has had to change now keeping the current um you know times in mind and then focusing mainly on what is it that clients want right now so anything to do with cultural change anything to do with you know building resilience anything to do with isolation how do you how do you stop people from feeling isolated how do you encourage those conversations around well-being 
that was an area we've we've not really tapped into before covid um so you know it's it, it was like a massive you know you kind of just it's almost like you painted the house in a totally different color and a totally <laughs> different you know it it was all like brand new information and and bra- brand new ways of reaching out to our clients and then of course the the black lives matters movement came in into that mix as well so that again brought in another sort of change in in our content in our delivery so so yeah it's it's pretty much everything we've changed <laughs> now that you asked me this question <laughs> so you've had to be nimble and agile and flexible not only as a business leader but as a as a business in its entirety to kind of respond to the need of your clients absolutely and and i think the other thing that has also come out through this has been a very i think personal thing for me so i've always been a, a massive believer of sharing the joy of creative ways of of um you know team engagement creative ways of practicing well-being but because of because of everything else in terms of people's general attitude towards creative arts or performing arts i i, I was always finding it quite a a challenge to convince my clients who are mostly SMEs and and larger corporations to buy into those sort of programs um uh, but because of covid and because everybody's stuck in their own houses uh this was sort of a like a like a new opportunity and and a massive massive um you know new area for us to re-evolving and reignite that that little spark that we were trying to build uh before covid so i think that was another massive um thing that's happened through this entire situation is that uh introduction to new ideas innovative ideas of learning which was an absolute no no for most organizations mm-hmm. before covid and it sounds like you said you've reignited some things that have been sort of bubbling away for a bit a while before and you were thinking about virtual but you haven't didn't quite have the courage so have any other sort of unexpected things come out of, of the pandemic for you in terms of maybe uh things that you've worked on or people that you've worked with that you perhaps hadn't anticipated that you might yeah uh a lot of them i i would i would say well but, but i'll probably mention three so the first one would definitely be a collaboration um between uh my business and a not for profit theater company uh which was again which would have never happened in in ordinary times but it did happen because of covid and it started off as a conversation as to what what can we do as businesses to help people uh in our communities in our society and one of the reasons or one of the things that that was sort of uh, connected to both of us was that while well, charity sector and people within that sector are really going out of their way to be of service to so many vulnerable people so many people who are so stressed out and anxious so as as a business my question was well what are we doing to help them as as a charity sector to then thrive and and grow in this situation where they need to take care of their own well-being and that resulted in us you know planning out this massive initiative of of designing well-being workshops for charity sectors something that i would have never ever imagined to do uh in ordinary times so that's something that i'm very proud of and i feel like that's 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 the beginning of something very big something very um, i would say uh, 
something that has a lot of purpose and heart in it so i'm very much looking forward to what that beginning of that collaboration can mean for us in in the years to come uh i think the second part collaboration that's worked which again would have never worked uh, in ordinary times was i ended up joining um a network of ethnic businesses and uh it was just out of the blue again it was more around it's all based around in leicester so you can imagine i was never really excited about joining a group that's based in leicester because i was never going to make it there yeah. because of the virtual world i was like well it's all virtual now so let me sign up and that's uh, you know led me to be introduced to an amazing uh, you know entrepreneur female entrepreneur mother of two kids and and there was just a lot of similarities between us and that's led to again collaborations uh, of of workshops and programs that we're looking to deliver um, for SMEs in the months to come so that's again something i would have never thought of because well you know who's going to look at lester i mean just for for the geographic part yeah. uh, side of it and the third one which is again very weird i would say is we i've co- collaborated with um, with a coach on creating a program around coaching but through movement which again would have never come across just just like that because we are like well those are that's a very weird concept uh but we are doing it and we 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 are going to be introducing some classical indian movements to the participants and we're going to get them into this flow of meditation that would help them with their you know with their learning and with their internal work so again another collaboration that has come out through this entire covid situation brilliant i love that last one as well like you say it's not something i've heard of the coaching through movement so that sounds really exciting great new great new collaborations coming out of such a tricky time for people so yeah i love that um you've talked quite a lot about well-being and that's clearly a passion of yours and it's clearly part of the purpose of your business as well to support people's well-being so i just wondered particularly as you mentioned you know, at the start of covid it's quite emotionally draining to to kind of see the initial impact on your business so um can i be cheeky and ask you how have you looked after your well-being through the pandemic <laughs> brilliant question i keep asking <laughs> that question to myself quite often <laughs> i was to make you reflect and really think about whether you have or not now or you just powered on through <laughs> I, i think i was in that phase of powering on through until june i would say but then obviously as you would know as a business owner when you keep powering on through thinking that nothing is going to affect you well smack bang <laughs> things affect you and then you get into this phase where you can't you just cannot take the stress or the anxiety and i think i i i had that week or probably 10 days where i was just not because from i would say march mid till june i was just go 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 in terms of what what next how do i evolve how do i grow and then i think sometime in the third or second week of june i just couldn't take it and and that's when my husband pointed out to me that you know you keep telling other people about tuning in into your passion and you know practicing creativity and all that what have you done um and i had not done anything so i was just sharing the knowledge of creativity but not really practicing it not practicing so, taking your own advice <laughs> yeah exactly so i think so mid of june i started going back to dance and and obviously i i couldn't go back to classes but i started practicing 
at it at home and uh, you know learning some new movements some and it all sort of worked pretty well because through the the well-being workshops that we're doing for the charity sector as well I'm I'm sort of introducing certain movements to the participants so it all kind of worked pretty well where I was practicing and it was giving me inspiration to interpret these movements in a simpler way so that I can share it with the participants so yeah I think I think I kind of got my wake up call somewhere two months back where I was just like that's it I need to do something for myself now good well, and I'm glad that you did I'm really glad that you did and then you've been practicing your movement and now you've got a new collaboration all around coaching and movement so these things always have a sort of the universe moving you into certain directions I think so that's brilliant um I guess one of my questions for you, having heard about the journey that you've been on so far, and there feels like there's been lots of change, but in a positive way, which is great, and lots of opportunity. Um, how do you think your business will change and move and grow into the future? I know lock- lockdown's kind of been easing. You know, we're anticipating there'll be COVID in in society for some period of time, but it you know it doesn't feel like the same level of pressure it was you know, March, April, May time. So for you, you know, what do you see as the future of, of you and your business? I think for me, the online space will definitely uh, remain a permanent sort of proposition and service offering uh, going forward as well. I feel I was being pretty naive and, and um, you know, I think, I think I was just turning a blind eye to the fact that it has so much potential because I was so busy just, just servicing clients in, in the face-to-face world. But this entire COVID situation, besides the collaborations, it has also brought in this amazing uh, realization that the online space is actually, can be, if you want it to be, as amazing as the face-to-face world as well. So I think for me, the the biggest learning has been to get over my own self-limiting belief that face-to-face is way, you know, better than the online. It's got its own space, I'm I'm not going to deny it. But if you're a business that that is agile, if if you're a business that can really respond well to your clients' requirements, then there's absolutely no harm for you to continue having those two propositions as part of your business model going forward, your online as well as your face-to-face. So for me, as a business, I have learned that that is one thing I want to carry forward, even when things go back to being absolutely normal again. The, the other aspect I feel has been the feedback from clients where so many organizations have said, you know what, actually productivity has been a lot more better uh, with, with employees working from home as well. So I think it's, it's a lot, I mean, I'm just a very small fish in this, but I think this entire COVID situation has opened all our eyes to the power of, of um, the online world and also the power of thinking innovatively, rebooting, realigning your purposes, re, you know, igniting the same ways of functioning into newer, better ways. So that I feel will be an, an ongoing sort of um, a proposition from my end. And I, I, I'm, I'm guessing that it's going to be pretty similar for other businesses as well. Um, so I, I would I would I would definitely say don't underestimate the power of the online world because it's massive and 
if you're smart enough, uh, you can deliver the same level of service even in the online space. That's brilliant. And I, and I wonder if now you've sort of talked a bit about uh, the future for you, just having had this opportunity to have a conversation and reflect a bit, um, as a business owner and business leader, you know, what words of wisdom or what advice might you give to other business owners who their experience perhaps um, has been a bit different to yours and they're still kind of, you know, wondering, you know, how to work through the way ahead because of the effects of the pandemic. Do you, do you have any key tips or words of advice for, for those people? I think my first tip would be, and this is something that I keep uh, following myself, is to always ask yourself why. Uh, and when I'm, when I mean, what I mean by that is, it's very easy because of the world that we live in. I love social media, I love its power, but it's very easy for us to be, just to get carried away by what other businesses are doing and saying, oh, well, I, I do something similar. Let, let me just follow and, and offer something similar to my clients. Well, I think, I think we will end up wasting a lot of time doing that if that's not aligned to your why, to your purpose. Mm -hmm. So take your time, even if that takes two months, three months, four months, or one week, take that time to really understand why you're in your business. What is it that the clients appreciate about you? And then go about designing your services or your products to suit them, given the current situation. I think the second tip would be that this is this is something that I that I often tell people because this is how I started my business. So when I came here, I did not know anybody except for my husband, and I basically I want I had this idea of experiences. I went on LinkedIn. I I just typed in entrepreneur leads, and the first name that came about was a professor of of University of Leeds, who enterprise professor. I just sent him a random message saying that hi, I want to start a business. I'm new to the country. Can you help? Uh, and he replied back saying in five minutes, he's like, I don't know who you are. You've not even come with a reference, but I just want to meet you and congratulate you for your courage to ask me for help, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And that's how that's how I started, because that's when he introduced me to a lady who, who's running a network. And that's how actually the journey of TPL began. So it was very random, but uh, my point being, don't, don't be afraid to ask help. Uh, from anybody uh, the maximum you will you will hear the maximum what will happen is two things you won't hear from them or they will come back and say no sorry I don't have time that's fine at yeah. least you tried yeah so I think given whatever is the situation COVID pre-COVID post-COVID what whatever the normal world looks like now don't be afraid to ask for help and I think the third point that I would I would like to say most importantly is that there's massive power in collaboration so create a network around you that are of like-minded business owners, people who really want to see you grow and thrive, which is very difficult. Mm. But if you've got that, just, just save it and, and keep it very close to your heart and always be open to collaboration. I think that's the one thing that I have learned in in these last six months is that I don't think I would be in the space of, of having this nice, happy chat with you if it wasn't for the collaborations that have come through through the situation so that's that's a third thing that I would want to kind of share as well they are absolutely brilliant tips and I love your last one about collaboration because at Cat's Pyjamas that is absolutely at the heart of what we want to do and, and support people to collaborate and thrive and facilitate those different relationships with 
you know different businesses and different individuals to to really help them on their journey so i love that that was your one of your top three tips so thank <laughs> you so much for that um is there anything else as we've been talking that you felt like you um wanted to share or it's ignited in you before we wrap up our conversation for for today um well, I, I do think that I've gone on and on about about business and business <laughs> tips and all. And but I, I would I would honestly say that uh, you know, for a person who's who did not belong to this country, who did not know anyone, um, it is possible. It is possible to do anything that your your heart has has set uh, in terms of even. I'm a massive believer of confidence and and self confidence, and I think probably the last thing that I would want to say is that if you have a genuine message and and if you've got a genuine intent to help someone if you know that your product or service is of value is delivering something worthy then just go out there show up and speak up uh, don't let your the imposter in you don't let that negative voice in you hold you back uh, don't be afraid of just sharing your message because only if you share your message are you going to meet the right sort of people and go beyond I mean don't bother about accents and and you know your language or whatever it is ultimately if you're if you've got something just just be out there just show just show that power uh, that that you have and don't be afraid of all these gremlins in terms of you know the language something that i suffered with and i felt when i got here and i felt like i probably wasted a lot of my time trying to trying to be someone i'm not uh, because it, it just automatically just shows up you know when, when you're not when you're not being authentic it just shows up and it's not going to be of any use to you so I think that would probably be my final message <laughs> and that's a brilliant message and honestly Nutty don't be anyone other than you because you are absolutely inspiring and I've had such a lovely time talking with you your energy is just so positive I can feel it beaming through the screen and through my earphones which is just brilliant so um it's been an absolute privilege actually to hear a bit about your journey and your business and um thank you so much for sharing if people want to know more or they want to get in touch with you after listening to this um what's the best way for them to do that um so they can obviously get in touch with me on linkedin twitter i'm pretty much everywhere uh or drop me a line uh you know my email address uh, is minotiatplexperiences.com uh, or they can get on to my website as well minotiparic.com and tplexperiences.com but yeah give me a shout and uh, i'm more than happy i'm always happy to le learn about other businesses and their uh, exciting inspiring stories so, so yeah. Brilliant. Thank you so much. We'll put all of those contact details in the speaker notes for this episode. And I've really enjoyed talking to you. Um, thank you so much and take good care of yourself. I'm excited to see where the EPL experiences journey goes next. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Thanks very much, so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you.